We're on a mission from God. And now for something completely different. This is Pastor Jolly John Lekumski coming to you from my home in New Athens, Illinois. And this is Pastor Matt Youngblood Clark from Ascension Lutheran Church uh, here in beautiful South St. Louis. And this is Wrestling, Wrestling with, with, the, with basics. the Basics. So, so Matt, you know, last week I, I began sharing uh, with uh, our listeners some of the wisdom that I picked up. Uh, yes. Over my last uh, sixty-seven, almost almost sixty-eight, not quite. I'm going on sixty-eight, <laughs> as as the kids would say. <laughs> you know? um, When's your birthday, John? Is it in February? Yes, February eighteenth. Okay. By the way, February if anyone's 18th. interested, I you know, get <laughs> on my calendar. If you go to Facebook, I have my my birthday list posted. (laughs) By the way, you can give me anything on that list for Christmas as well. Feel free. (laughs) You registered for gifts for your birthday. I don't know many people do that, John, but (laughs) good for you. You know, when you get my age, it's it's best to be get what you want. (laughs) You know, you don't have any time time to mess around with it. (laughs) No, that's right. Um, So so here's my wisdom for for this week. Uh, uh, Start with your grandchildren. (laughs) okay okay (laughs) because you know the kids as you are as you're aware you you got teenagers yet are they they there yeah noah noah is just turned uh 17 so yeah isn't that amazing and then uh, anna our daughter is 12 so that's that's our kids right now yeah so we don't have any grandkids yet john but we do have the teenagers but but yeah well and so he's got the key, car the keys to the car now. Oh yeah, that's right. Driving? Yeah, he's driving. Okay. That's right. Yeah, he's yep, doing a good yep. job. He's doing a good job. But yes, he is driving. He's on the road. Is, it, is he dating the girls yet, man? Is he, is he dating? <laughs> well, he takes after his dad, John. So yes, yep. he's dating the girls now. Oh, I know. <laughs> I remember um, you, have to, you used to have to beat him off. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. No, I, um, no, he is. So yeah, he's got a good group of friends. We're just uh, he's 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 doing great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you know what I'm saying? There's all kinds of worries about there now. Yes, especially there are. They're out and is why oh my goodness, he's ten minutes late and yep. uh, and just you just wait till Anna gets to be a teenager. Oh, because oh, the yeah. girls. No, the boys are nothing compared to the girls. I know you wouldn't think that when they're younger, but no, <laughs> no. Because I had two boys and one one girl. But anyway, anyway. Uh, so, but the grandchildren are great because you just take them and you have fun with them and then you send them home. not a bad gig no no so that's my first bit of advice start with the grandkids you know just skip the children because they're just the problem and 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 here's the second well well, now you tell me john it's a little late for me we've already got these kids (laughs) i know but maybe some of our listeners will benefit from that it is too late for you i know uh um here's my other bit of advice Having been retired now for about a year and a half, 
retire. <laughs> Retirement's <laughs> a lot better than working. It, I should have done it 40 years ago. I don't know what I was thinking, <laughs> but it's a lot better. I can sleep in every morning. You know, I can have some fun with you, and then I can take a nap when we're done. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so, okay. All right. All right. Well, all yeah. Right. So, I, so last week it was the evening constitutional. Go for a walk. Yes. Yeah. We've got start the grandkids and now ret- retire as soon as humanly possible. Okay. That's right. Got it. Got it. All right. Now, hopefully, Matt, you have some wisdom for us that will actually be better than that. I well, hope. You know, yeah. Well, Lisa and I are at that stage of life where the, the kids come home from hanging out with grandma and grandpa. And, yeah. you know, they're doing, you know, they're going to, uh, they're going out to eat here or there. They're, they're going to the zoo. They're painting pottery. They're, they're doing all these, these things. Fun things, you know. Yeah. And uh, Lisa and I look at ourselves like, well, yeah, again, we did that all the time with mom and dad, didn't we? No, we yeah, didn't. No, no. 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 My, our parents weren't like that. What happened to them? They're fun now. <laughs> but, but Matt, please notice, you, as you said, they've come back. They've come back from being with the grandparents. <laughs> That's why we can do that because we just get rid of them then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, we do the fun stuff now. Get out of here. Okay, that's right. So, oh, gee. Well, yeah. So, in terms of advice and things, well, um, what we've been doing uh, here at Ascension Rise Service Pastor is uh, during this time of of COVID and pandemic, and and this as this continues to drag on, um, it just kind of noticing as a pastor, boy, um, people just aren't feeling well, (laughs) and so what we focused on is that idea of wellness. And I'm not just talking about physical wellness and you know, staying safe from COVID, as important as that is, uh, but I'm talking more about this overall wellness. Um, so talked about this two weeks ago in Wrestling with the Basics, about spiritual wellness. We talked about this, this wellness wheel that was developed uh, in large part by the uh, our church body, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. And I think it's helpful to look at that in light of as the wheel points out, in light of who we are in Jesus, right? Our identity as baptized children of God. So what I thought we could do is take just another aspect of that wheel and talk a little bit about relational wellness, all right? Relational wellness, relationships, and how that plays a big factor in in being well. Uh, Because I think, boy, again, especially during this time of pandemic, uh, that's another area that I struggle with. I don't know about our listeners, but maintaining healthy relationships with people, uh, even when when there's uh, this COVID nineteen out there, and we're trying to to be socially distanced and be safe. So, so let me throw something out here, Matt, and, yeah. and you 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 either confirm or or deny because uh, I'm talking with pastors, and everybody I talk to says it's just terrible, it's horrible. They're exhausted, they're wore out, and of course, from my perspective, as being retired, I'm thinking, well, why? Why would you be exhausted? You you can't do anything that I I used to have to do. You can't go to the hospitals and visit people. You probably have very limited things in terms of what you can do in terms of visiting shut-ins. I know you can't go to the nursing homes. They're all closed down. So why are you so tired? Everything that I did in my ministry, you can't do. But I'm thinking the reason why so many clergy are feeling that way, because we actually like going to the hospitals. We (laughs) like going to the nursing homes. We love visiting with our shut-ins because it's a group of people that really does like to see us. Not everybody in the church necessarily wants to see us, <laughs> but but it seemed like the shut-ins and the people in the hospital, they always were, oh, pastor, it's so good to see you. And, and they welcome us. with. And I'm wondering, am I right? Is that part of the problem? That that's something that we really 
kind of strengthens us in our ministry. Yeah. Uh, but now we don't, we, you don't get to do that anymore. Th yeah. These things that were uh, valuable, not only to the people you're visiting, but also I think rewarding to you. Those are not, uh, is that part of it? Or what's your perspective on that? Oh, Matt? Definitely. I, I think much of the, much of the pastoral ministry is relationship. I think of that yes. picture we have of, of Jesus, the good shepherd, and the shepherd interacting with the sheep, and we as that under-shepherd caring for, protecting, feeding uh, the sheep of God's flock uh, and the flocks that are in the congregations. So that's a big part of it. And and to miss out on that, it's it's painful uh, because you're used to being there when someone is in hospice. And, and I've been able to do that in various ways still, and I think... Thank the Lord for those opportunities and for the patience of families and in working with them and, and still visiting um, when I'm able, um, even with restrictions. But you're used to visiting people in the hospital and all those things. And that's just kind of yanked out from under you. So it you, you still talk and you still check in and you still pray and care for people pastorally, but it just looks different. You know, Now it's writing notes. Now it's um, phone calls. Now it's uh, meeting with individuals one-on-one -on -one for communion. So in some ways, it, it is a little more, you know, just it consumes more energy in that respect, too. We've had done things like had a small group communion services. We've had, I've had communion with one-on-one -on -one with individuals, um, things like that, too. And I think the other factor is you have to rethink everything. <laughs> you know, as yeah, a pastor, yeah. used to, well, I've got a Sunday morning service. I'm going to go in and do what I do every Sunday and, and uh, you know, and we'll worship together. Well, now you got to think through, okay. Is the the cameras all set for the <laughs> the live stream of worship? When we go to Bible class, it's a group of people live and in masks and socially distanced, but also simultaneously we're broadcasting that on Facebook Live. Um, so you got to get that all set up. Um, so it's it's this different layers of planning and rethinking. The biggest struggle for me as pastor, I'm probably sharing way more than you want to hear, John. But the biggest <laughs> struggle for me as pastor is. Um, uh, just not knowing what the future holds, you know, uh, yeah. uh, making plans for Christmas. Well, that's, uh, well, it, will it, there be it, Christmas? Will there be, yeah. you know, yeah. will there be a gathering of people for Christmas? Um, all those sorts of things that you take for granted, Christmas, confirmation celebrations, um, you know, and, it, and the list goes on and on and on. And it's, it's an exercise, you know, in trusting the Lord, certainly. And uh, it shapes you, I think, as not just pastors, but as, as individuals too. But it's, uh, yeah, it's it's just a weird time, John. I think whether you're a pastor or a layperson, uh, regardless of age or your where you're at in life right now, it's just it's just weird. And uh, boy, the, the Lord is with us though, and and God is going to see us through, no doubt. So, about so it. Matt, Matt, I'm working on something uh, now that I'm retired. I, I have time to do this, and I'm working on something for you so that you can get out, so you can see people. I'm working on like a human size hamster ball. <laughs> And you'll be in there and, and you won't have to worry about exposing anybody to anything and you oh, won't have goodness. to worry about yourself being exposed. The problem is right now you can't breathe inside. <laughs> so once I get that bug working on, I'll get that over to your place right away. Well, okay. I, I, I tell you what, but but sadly, there there might actually be a market for that, John. <laughs> I know. And it is sad. And, and, and you know, even though I'm not in that position again, I can somewhat understand that because even amongst our own family, it gets very frustrating that you can't just freely go and visit with friends and other people yeah, like yeah. you want to, because you just, you just don't know. Uh, and having had the heart attack, I, I know I'm on the high risk. And, and so let me just say real quickly to everybody out there, if you see me, you better have your mask on. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
<laughs> if I'm not around, I don't care. But if you see me, you better have a mask on because you're not wearing the mask for your safety. You're wearing it for my safety. <laughs> so yeah, John won't even go. record in the same room as me. We're at a distance right now. We're <laughs> online doing this show. <laughs> but if I get the hamster ball, that's okay. We can go back to doing it together. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, all right. All right. So well, I've, I've misled you. Where, where did you want to go no, from here? But we want to, yeah. we, 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 again, you know, this, I, you know this, this, this pertains to what we're talking about because we're talking yeah. about relationships, relationships. Yeah. Um, there's a, uh, I was reading an article on the, a website called Health Affairs, and yeah. it describes our current situation here in, in COVID as, and I thought this was pretty insightful. They called it a double pandemic, a double okay. pandemic. So there, people are dealing with the, you know, the obvious pandemic, right? COVID nineteen. Yeah. But there's at the same time, the article says there's a pandemic of isolation, of mm. isolation. Yeah. And I, I like how it's, it puts it. It says the struggle to balance literal survival with all the things that will make surviving worthwhile have never been so clear. The pandemic is forcing many to sacrifice social connections and therefore quality of life for the sake of life itself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, we're sacrificing things that make life worth living for for life itself. And one of those things at the top of that list is, is relationships. That makes life worth living. That makes being a pastor worth being a pastor. And I like that idea of the double pandemic, one of COVID, but also one of, of isolation. And, and that one, oh boy, in, in many respects, uh, is just as damaging uh, in, in lots of different ways. And it's it's tough to see. And, and you know, Matt, I'm thinking it, it's always been that way. It, it, it's worse now because of the restrictions of COVID, but the importance of relationships for our health, it, it, it's always been that way. And maybe we don't recognize that. Maybe we think as long as we've got a lot of possessions and things, but but I think everyone would uh, verify that no, kind of all the things in the world, but it's the people. It's the people you need. It's the people you want. And, and the lack of that is also the things that can make you incredibly sad. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So I, for the remainder of our time, I want to look at three different relationships that we need. That we need. Okay. And the number one is uh, we need we need God. <laughs> okay. And, well, that's a and, good place to start. That, that's yeah. a good place to start. And maybe maybe it's painfully obvious to our listeners already, but but we need God. We we do. Um, hopefully, that's at the top of our list, right? Of, of our needs and when it comes to relationships. Um, I think of Exodus chapter chapter 14. Um, I've been doing, I know you and I both do a, a little extra um, recording for KFUO uh, in the afternoons on weekdays. Um, and I'm doing something with, with Gary Duncan, the, the uh, director there, going through the scriptures together. And we're inviting listeners to, to follow along. And then we kind of recap the readings uh, on Fridays together when Gary and I, uh, around noontime, share that, that moment in scripture, as Gary calls it. So one of the readings we just recently read was from Exodus 14. Uh, so this is the crossing of the Red Sea. This is um, right before they cross the Red Sea, where the Egyptians are barreling down on the Israelites, and they're trapped between Pharaoh and his army and the Red Sea. And then this is what um, this is what uh, Moses has to say. So uh, Exodus chapter 14, uh, how about verses 13 and 14, John, if you could read those. All right. And Moses said to the people, fear not, stand firm and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will work for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall never see again. The Lord will fight for you, and you have only to be silent. 
Yeah. So I, I think just the point there is, again, the, the Israelites need the Lord. They were going to be toast without him. <laughs> they would, yeah. There's no way out, right? And just that simple acknowledgement that, that we need the Lord too. That, that when our situation looks hopeless, especially in, in times of pandemic like this, um, we need someone to deliver us, to save us. And we know the rest of the story of the Israelites. He does deliver them. He saves them through the waters of the Red Sea. He brings them safely to the other side. And so also for us just to remember, again, our baptism, that, that we've passed through the waters of holy baptism. And because of that, we have those promises that the Lord's going to deliver us, that we are his, his precious child, uh, that he is with us always. Uh, we're connected to Jesus Christ, the, the one who's crucified and risen. Um, we need that relationship, and God gives it to us so much that, again, like I said, we're connected to Jesus himself. So, yeah, we need relationship uh, with God. That's that's kind of the first thing I wanted to, to talk about in terms of relational wellness. So so, so two things. N- number one, uh, I believe if Jesus were to come to us today, he'd be wearing a mask. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, for, for example, if nothing else, for example, right? That's just what you just need to do. You need to be doing whatever you can to care and love for your neighbor. Sure. Whether Jesus actually would need a mask or not, I think he would do that uh, and love or care. And then here's the other thing. Thing, kind of what we talked about last week. When when God does come to bring you salvation, He's probably not going to do it in the way you wanted. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking, if I'm an Israelite, here's what you need to do, God: just destroy those Egyptians, send down hellfire and brimstone. I'm not really happy about your idea that I need to cross uh, between two big bodies of water held up only by wind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not what they had in mind. No, no. So so just to remind our listeners that the Lord is with you, but maybe the way, and you alluded to this already, Matt, maybe the way he's going to deliver you is going to involve you trusting in him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And that's not how we want him to deliver us. We want him to do it in some way that we don't have to have faith. But trust me, as you said with COVID, yep, yep, that's pretty much how he's going to deliver us from COVID. You're just going to have to trust him. Yeah. And and what a time to, why, uh, this is for COVID to, uh, be something that that turns us to him. <laughs> and then, yeah. Lord, to whom shall we go? You know, only you, right? And uh, to trust in him, like you said, John. Yeah. So that, that first relationship uh, is with God. The second relationship I want to talk about is um, in, in relationships, relational health, we need others. We need others. We really okay. do. That's how we're wired. Um, there's this uh, book. I don't. It's been out a few years, but it's called Bowling Alone. <laughs> oh, Bowling and, uh, Alone. If you, yeah, it's worth checking out. So this this yep. Dr. Putnam, I think he's at Harvard, uh, and he did this study of uh, over a half million interviews of people and just bowlers, he, bowlers. <laughs> well, half million found, bowlers. Hit, well, I don't know if it's all bowlers. It oh, okay. been, but well, and the, the title comes from you know people aren't bowling in leagues necessarily; they're bowling by themselves yep. now. And and that's exactly what it's found is, is that we belong to less organizations and uh, we know our neighbors less than our neighborhood. We meet up with friends less. We we socialize with our own family members less than in years past. And and this whole study's pre-pandemic, right? So yeah. isn't that I mean, something? Yeah. And COVID has only uh, exasperated that. It's even worse now. Uh, but his his findings were then that. Uh, that lack of, re- lack of relationship is just having a negative effect. It's having a negative effect, in his opinion, on individuals, but even as a, our nation, as a society, um, in terms of just disunity and discord and and uh, different factors that he's found that, and it stems from, in his opinion, much of it, just being in isolation, you know, that we don't recognize a need that we have for relationship with others. So I, I think 
it's sociological research, as good as it is, it just confirms what God's word already tells us, the truth of scripture. Uh, here's just a couple examples. Uh, you know, back in Genesis uh, chapter two, God creates uh, the world. It creates Adam and everything's good over and over again. And then the very yeah, first yeah. thing that's not good, even, even in this perfect creation with no sin, yeah. there's something that's not good. And you know what that is, John, right? It, what was it, it good? It's not good that man is alone. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and God recognizes that he's, he needs relationship, and God fulfills that, completes Adam with, uh, with Eve. Uh, she completes him. Uh, but there's other places, too, I think. Uh, and, uh, and Adam and Eve, yeah. by the way, they walked every day, Matt. Yeah, they walked through the garden. <laughs> That's what I, I hear. Thought, in the evening. In the, garden. Yeah. in the evening, exactly. Thank <laughs> you. You've given me biblical evidence now for my wisdom <laughs> from last week. Excuse me. That's right. Yeah, go for walks. That was last week's wisdom. Very good. <laughs> yeah. It's all coming together. Uh, and then I think, too, just a couple of quick verses. Ecclesiastes 4, uh, it says, The one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. Uh, and then Proverbs 20, those words, Iron sharpens iron as one man sharpens another. So we need each other. We need to be in relationship. God has created us, just like he created Adam, uh, for relationship. And so to recognize that, too. Uh, and then finally, uh, the, the last relationship I wanted oh, to wait, hit wait, on. Wait, wait, oh, wait, 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 before you yeah, leave that one. No, because I just wanted to say personally, this show here would not be any fun at all if it wasn't being done with you, Matt. And I mean that sincerely. I think that's a perfect example of how important relationships are with people. Trust me, this would not be the same show if it was just you or just me. Or, well, certainly if it was just me. <laughs> but, but anyway, the third thing, because now you got me. What is the third thing? Okay, no, I agree with you, John. Yeah, then the third thing is... Um, so we need God, we need each other, but we uh, the other relationship is others need us. Others need ah, us. And, okay. and I think sometimes we forget that. Um, I think the church has forgotten that over the years, too. I think of you know, Luther's oh. day when uh, <laughs> it was thought to be a high holy thing to be a, mo a monk, oh, uh, hold yeah. up in a monastery. And that's that's what Luther brought to life is light is just that that truth that, now, wait a second, your neighbor needs you, people. Um yeah, that's a holy thing, too, to live out our vocations, our callings in life. Our, our neighbor needs us, too. And I think that's so important for us to recognize no matter who we are, no matter who's listening to us, whether it's the kids, you know, uh, are listening, maybe in elementary school or high school, you know, or whether you're a student in college or a young adult, whether you're single, whether you're married, whether you're a parent or a grandparent like you're talking about, John. Uh, whether you're retired or still working or blue collar, white collar, whatever you are, um, you're a valuable part of what's called the body of Christ. <laughs> and, and others need you. Others need you. And uh, the Could, church needs you. The body of Christ needs you. Let me tell you just a real quick story. Uh, Lynn's dad, uh, Jerry Raymond, who is 94, he constantly says, I have no idea why I'm here. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I can't work. I can't do yep. anything anymore. Uh, and, and I keep thinking, though, Jerry, we need you. That's why you're here for us, because a world without Jerry is going to be a much, much, much sadder world. And, and so I, I agree. That's a great point on that last one, Matt. We need to realize that maybe we don't feel like we're doing a lot of contributions. Maybe we're not doing what. But no, no, our very presence here can be a great blessing and comfort to those that love and care for us. So, yeah, Jerry, no, we keep you around as long as we can, Jerry. It's good to have you here because uh, you're right. It's not only... Uh, yeah, others need us too, yeah. Yeah, 
Exactly. Most definitely. And I think that's so important for us to remember, especially in, in this time of pandemic, that uh, others still need you in various ways. And maybe it doesn't look the same. It doesn't look the same for me as a pastor, like we talked about, and serving in a parish. Uh, but yet still, others need me. I need them. And, and how that plays out eh, it might look a little different right now, that relationship. But don't lose sight of the fact that, that you are important. God created you unique. He's given you life. Uh, he has a purpose for you. And part of that purpose is, is that relationship with others, as Luther brought to light. So as we wrap up, just again, relational wellness, um, certainly something that Scripture speaks on, God's Word speaks on, and, and those three things, uh, that relationship with God first and foremost, right? That relationship He's made with us. And then you need others, no doubt about it, but also don't forget others need you too. So thanks for letting me share, John. You're welcome. This has been Wrestling, Wrestling with, with the Basics. The basics.